0: So when you see a woman on social media who's only showing the highlights of her life, you're assuming that that is the way that your life should be lived because they're showing you their highlights. And so now you're looking internally at your own situation and saying, I don't have that. So what I have must be broken.
1: A time in man's life he has to fight his demons Change his perspective, leave behind the life of lies and scheming When your family's at stake, there's no impunity Every choice he makes can trickle down to his community Building foundations for hard work and patience These are the lessons we'll be passing down for generations A place where men won't just accept their fate quietly Welcome to the modern dad society
2: you're listening to my dad, DeShazer. Welcome to the society. Bye-bye.
1: Welcome back to the Modern Dad Society podcast. We understand that our children learn from our actions, not just our words. We believe in personal development, highlighting the powerful influence of staying present and making conscious choices and shaping our lives and the legacy we pass down to the next generation. I am your host, DeShazer, and like always, take a deep breath in. Hold it and XL being present in this very moment with gratitude in your soul and love in your heart. Um, If this is your first time, make sure you're following me on all social media platforms as I put out content there. Uh, Today, we have a very exciting topic today in regards to, uh, first of all, if you're just now tuning in, um, we are talking about The seven laws of the modern dad. We are hitting all seven laws last uh, each um, week. We're focusing on one law. So last week we were on law one, which is um, a modern dad has a has a spiritual foundation. So make sure you go check out the episode where it says the seven laws of a modern dad, where I list all the laws and uh, break them down. And then um, you want to start, you know, checking each episode that talks about that particular law. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was last week, this week, we're focusing on a modern dad is actively involved. And so I'm going to read what this says, it says in parenting, he shares both the emotional and practical advice. I'm sorry, aspects of raising children with his partner. He strives to balance work and family life, value and quality time with his children. He stays present and becomes conscious always. So, uh, this week we focused on Monday, um, being conscious um understanding that transitions play a huge role, role in the work-life balance we broke that down definitely when i checked out that episode out. It was really powerful um, when it comes to talking about transitions and how that plays a huge role in that uh wednesday we talked about being present and not just the presence in general but the quality of your presence and so today we're going to talk about um the understanding of uh, where it talks about in parenting, he shares both the emotional and practical aspects of raising children. And so we're gonna talk about that. And today we're gonna talk, uh, we have my I have my first guest, uh, which is none other than the Queen DeShazer herself, <laughs> my wife, Tia DeShazer, uh, who is uh, an amazing mother and wife. And I think that if anybody needs to be taking advice Um, you know, from anybody, I always probably more than I should push people off on Tia, uh, poor thing, but, uh, this is, I have her on the episode today. I felt like it's important for her to, to have this discussion with me, um, just because it's coming from a woman's perspective. So, um, yeah, so Tia, um, welcome. Welcome.
0: Thank you for the warm welcome, and I'm so so ecstatic to be your first guest on your podcast. This is actually kind of nerve wracking because, like, you're really helping men out here, and now I'm a woman just coming in here shaking things up. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm excited, and thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. Um, well, it's important to um, definitely make sure that we, you know, like I said, this is this is for fathers, but I'm gonna have different perspectives from different people, so mothers um as well women as well uh, just because like i said the perspective is important and you know that's the beautiful part about being married is you can share different perspectives that ultimately help the dynamic of the home and so um so we're gonna get into that and i felt like in the second law when you're listed uh, when it says in parenting he shares both the emotional and practical aspects you know, it kind of like we had this conversation where you were saying that you see you saw some things on uh, based off of the circles you're a part of and the women that you are constantly in conversation with trying to help. Um, You saw that there was a challenge uh, with these women and also on social media, too. And so I really want you to kind of like not kind of I want you to very much share um, your perspective of what you saw. And the the challenge and the dynamic these days when it comes to, you know, men um, not really holding their in or pulling their weight in the relationship, because you said it was uh women are married, single.
0: Yeah, it's a newer concept or at least something that's more talked about about the concept of being a married single woman. Um, It's also referred to as like the invisible load that women carried or um, weaponizing incompetence is another term that um, is being used a lot lately. And essentially what these terms mean is that women are doing 70%, if not more of the housework Due to weaponized incompetence, which means that the man is saying, "I won't do X, Y, and Z because I don't know how," or um, just due to them feeling like because they're working or they're providing that they may not necessarily have the time or energy to help out at home.
1: That's good. So I want us to dive into that, um, but then at the end, I want us to kind of share what we have done and put in place in our home, um, and it's it's five things that we've done that we want to share with you. Um, and this has worked for us. And so, um, so I want us to dive more into that and then, um, kind of come full circle to kind of share some, um, you know, some practical ways that could help if someone else is dealing with the same thing. Um, so, um, tell me more about, these women on the social media
0: <laughs> on the social <laughs> media. Right. Cause that's what it is. <laughs> I, I
1: need to know. I need to know what, uh, what I saying. need to know what they're saying about us. Gentlemen our men. Us, this, well, I guess not everybody acts like men, but, uh, we'll have to break that down to figure out why, but what, what are they saying? What is, so what's dive deeper into that issue?
0: So you have a couple sides of the spectrum. You have, Women who are staying at home working, or I'm sorry, staying at home moms who are doing all of the housework, even when the husband gets home, they're still doing all of the responsibilities of the children. You have working mothers who are working and the husband is staying home and they're coming home to the house being jumbled um, and chaotic. And then you also have working mothers who the husband and the wife are both working, but she's having to come home after work and do the children's and household duties while he's doing nothing. So pretty much the woman, no matter the dynamic, are ending up doing 70%, if not more of all of the duties in the house and for the kids, despite whether they work or not.
1: Mm. And that's interesting because women are um, getting back in the workforce too. Um, you know, there, since the pandemic, uh, there's been a huge rise, uh, with women, um, going to college, um, with, you know, working and it's actually more than men now. And so, you know, it's, it's really, I don't think it's much of an excuse anymore to say like, you know, where, you know, I come home, I pay the bills and every situation because now you have a dynamic where women are working as well. Um, and it's like now, you know, should we put and allow, you know, one person to still keep up with certain roles or, I mean, should we, um, be able to restructure it and figure out now how can we separate that? That to me is the real question because the last thing we want to do as men is to have, you know, our women feeling like, you know, they're doing more. Um, and so, like I said, times it was different back when our fathers, you know, when we were children and stuff, because the way the world was is that most men, uh, women weren't as accepted into the workforce. So just most men naturally worked. So um, so I guess now it's like it seems like, you know, this it has changed based off society but yet the sand the standards have not changed
0: yeah that's so true because um I did some research and um they said in the last three decades so 30 years men have actually doubled the amount of um efforts that they were doing in the housework but even then it's still not enough for the women Because women are extremely overwhelmed and undervalued in their roles at home, even though society is telling us that this is a new thing for men to do housework at all. But women are feeling like I shouldn't have to repeat myself. I shouldn't have to make a list for you. You're an adult. But I don't think these are childlike qualities because women are saying they don't want to raise another child. I don't think what the men are displaying is a childlike quality, but a beginner quality. And that's what people are not understanding is like, for instance, quick story. When I played basketball, now I wasn't the best player. I wasn't going to know WNBA, but I loved the game. I love what it did for me. I love the discipline it gave me, but I wasn't the best shooter. I was like good at ball handling, but I wasn't the best shooter. So every time, because I was a beginner, my coach have to had to keep reminding me, Tia, keep your form. Tia, keep your form. Tia, keep your form. But his desire for me to get my form was higher than him being upset with the fact that I had been playing for a few years and was still acting like a beginner. So it's, you know, I Mm. think that's what people are missing is that the men aren't like children. Well, maybe some of them. (laughs) Let me not say everybody. Some of them may be acting like children when you tell them to do something and they whine or they say you do it that's different, but because he doesn't know how, I think it's a beginner quality versus a childlike quality.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I, um, I, I definitely can agree with that mindset. It's not, it's not the end all be all because, um, you know, the whole thing of when you, and you know, now our background is, um, working with marriages. So we're going to, I'm going to try my best not to make it too much about relationship. Um, in itself, but I will say that uh one thing we have to remember is that the reason why we got married is because we wanted to create a somewhat of a balance. That's all marriage is. is you're creating a balance, and um you know it's not about completing each other, it's about compliment each other and so you know uh the whole point of the journey in marriage is to realize aspects of yourself that uh you could you know um use help in, and a lot of times. You know, when you're telling someone the reason why a lot of relationships don't make it is because when someone gets a whiff of their reflection, they can't humble themselves and come to terms that it's something that they need to change. And so I think that discussing that is important because maybe it's sometimes how you're wording it um, in regards to like, you know, you just like hopefully you're not speaking death into your relationship and around your kids, but to say better that, hey understand this is just the beginning versus just the end all be all like this is just who he is like you know he's just he sucks (laughs) you know then we got to come to terms and say like okay how can we change this because women are naturally better at nurturing that's it you know that is just fact because that is you know uh that is the the chemical um or the psychological understanding that you know uh from a child they play with dolls they bear children it is a natural thing for women to come to the beck and call of a child when he's screaming and so um and it's something that women can't control it's just that screaming is like the way that god designed it was it's supposed to annoy you you know and alarm you so it can you can tend to that child's needs and so um and so I, I think I it's safe to say, and I can speak for most men who may have had issues in their relationship, is that um, you know, we need some of that nurturing, not necessarily in regards to babying, but uh, you know, to nurture could be like how you're effectively communicating certain things that you need. You know, and so, um and so from my understanding, based off a of conversation, it seemed like it was a lot of uh tension and uh in reg- uh attention in regards to understanding why like their partner is not helping them you know
0: right and and that that goes to show how the world is because it's a lot of stress on both men and women um women have these standards that they have to meet men have standards that they have to meet according to social media and according to society right like married women are looked Down upon, and we're called pick me's because we choose to be in partnership with somebody else. Single women are being pressured to have a man and have kids. Men are being pressured to provide. Single men are saying, Oh, you're going to die alone if you don't find a woman. You're going to die unhappy. So it's just so much pressure on society in general. Men and women have stigmas no matter what lifestyle you choose. And so women are like, Okay, I'm extremely overwhelmed. We can't take as much mentally as women before us were able to um and i think it's due to social media i think it's due to people being showed only the glamorous side of life
1: wars pandemics exactly (laughs) like all
0: this craziness and so when you see a woman on social media who's only showing the highlights of her life you're assuming that that is the way that your life should be lived because they're showing you their highlights And so now you're looking internally at your own situation and saying, I don't have that. So what I have must be broken. Now, granted, there are some men who, you know, may not be willing to help. They don't feel like they should because they provide. That's a different thing. You know, you have some character development that may need to be done there or some counseling. But for those who are just kind of sitting in the background, being resentful, not necessarily knowing how to change your situation. This is, this is for you. This episode yeah, is for you.
1: This is definitely for you. Um, and I'll tell you why as we go deeper, but, um, yeah, you know, it's very disheartening, uh, because as a man, um, you know, I, I mean, you know, you got men and women, so you can break it down in so many ways when it comes to men. But as a man, it's not, you know, pleasant to hear that there are men that are not, um, pulling their weight and i've been guilty of that too um you know but uh i I, that's that's why i started this is because you know you do have the side of it where um where uh 40 to 50 percent of children in the u.s will experience fatherlessness at some point in their childhood and this is according to the national fatherhood initiative and so when you're looking at that then you're looking at over half of children are possibly dealing with the challenge of not knowing what it means to be a man. Um, you know how to treat a woman and so many, when we're looking at like males, right. And so, um, so that, that saddens me. And it also saddens me when on social media, you have other men making fun of men who don't know how to do things like change the oil, like, You know, if this one thing that I focus on in the modern dad side is that inner child um, healing uh, that inner child. And regardless of you want to see it, this I'm going to tell you who this is in a place for. The modern dad side is not a place for someone that says, well, he should know how to do that. Great. okay, but and I agree he should. But don't put another man down because you just happen to be in that uh, space. Uh, where you witnessed that that was probably the first time they seen oil being changed or uh, battery being jumped like don't don't do that this is so if you're like that if you're that alpha and you're just looking at somebody because like looking down on somebody because they never learn then then you know maybe start your own you know podcast to talk about how upset you are of the generation of fathers not being there like that's not what this space is for. This is space is for people who are wanting to take responsibility over the things that they have not done well. And, you know, it's important because I don't like to see, you know, I have daughters. I don't want my daughters to break her back trying to do certain things that a man should be doing. And, um, you know, and ladies, I want you to learn to not be upset about this, but instead communicate or seek help. Don't just go on social media and be a part of the Amen crowd. Like, hey man, girl. My my <laughs> man be doing the same thing. Like, let's let's figure out. So you're here now, and this is where we are um in trying to, you know, share with you some ideas. Um, uh, first become aware of the situation, then share some ideas with you. Um, which with that being said, I, I do want to share what my wife and I have done um and what worked for us in regards to that, because it hasn't always been perfect. I mean, I did the Modern Dad Society because I've there were areas that I strengthened that I was weakened. Then now I want to help other people. So of course I have a history of that I you know am ashamed about. Not anything completely dramatic, but just things that I know that a man should be doing better. Um, and a little bit about my history, I you know did not for a long period of time have a man in my life. Um, when my uh, biological father left. My mom dated, you know, a little bit, but ended up finding, um, getting remarried again when I was around eight or nine. So in that time frame, it was just me and, and my mom for, since I was like three or something. So, um, you know, but even then, um, you know, my, uh, even a deeper dynamic was me being a black man, um, uh, my, my, my mom married someone who was Caucasian. I had a hard time trying to find my identity as a black man. And so I didn't have my biological father to help me with that or any much of any other men, um, who were willing to take that time to help me understand. So there was a lot of like identity crisis on my end. And so, you know, um, so yeah, there were some things that, um, I had to learn how to do by watching my father, my stepdad, watching, uh, some things. And then, you know, the school of hard knocks being in life itself and making mistakes and trying to figure out how to fix it, you know, but, um, And so when it comes like the the DeShazer home, uh, some things that helped us, uh, is that if I could put it in five points, um, is one, uh, self-awareness and personal development. And so we had to become, um, aware of our family condition within the home. And then, you know, how it was actually affecting the other person. Um, we also need to become aware of our own actions and patterns, And so, um, your spouse, what I said before, your spouse will help you see reflection of your own inadequacies, but we have to be willing to change that, um, and, and work on, you know, those things. And so, um, what would you say that you become self-aware of, um, you know, in our home that I wasn't really (laughs) you know, that you, you may have seen that I could have been doing better in.
0: Um, one thing that, oh, one thing that you could have done better in or me, you said no, you? Uh, me. Okay. One thing that I saw was that, um, um, you definitely in the beginning of our parenting and our marriage journey had to work on letting go of control and being patient with everyone kind of getting up to the speed of the things that you were uh, more qualified or better in. So if me and the kids were just not as sharp as you or not as vigilant as you, like for instance, if we're walking in the street in a parking lot, sometimes me and the kids get lost in our little la la land and we're just giggling and we may not be as, um, aware of safety. And my husband would get so frustrated with us. Like y'all don't see that car. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so I definitely watched you become more patient and, um, you know, let go of control of certain things when we didn't want to do it like exactly how you would.
1: So that's interesting because we're talking about the lack of roles that a, a father is doing in the family. And this is an interesting dynamic. We're talking about the overpowering, overpowering a role
2: mm-hmm. in
1: something. So that's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I, I will admit I was definitely very overbearing in that. Um, and I had a lot to do with a lot of anxiety and fears of my own of like knowing that what happens when I'm not there, <laughs> you know, like, right, yeah. or you, you know, so it wasn't like, it, it's like me trying to train you for the position and just in case, you know, like the supervisor position in case the manager's gone kind of thing. But <laughs>
0: Yeah. All the time. <laughs> just but, like you know, make sure this, make sure this, okay. And do this and do that and don't do this and please don't do that. <laughs> but like
1: Tia had, but like Tia said though, um, she said that, um, she told me one time that that is your job. To be the protector and or you know that is your job to be the security and so you can't be upset as somebody who's not doing it as good as you um because that's a job as a man so I, I was like you know what dang that makes that's a good point <laughs> um so so that's good so self-awareness is important and we talk about this in some of the earlier episodes um and your partner even if you're not with them you know, you're the co-parenting situation. Like of course it's more annoying when you're not with them, but typically people will show you reflection of yourselves and, and think and tell you things that they see that should you, know, that you should work on, you know? So, um, so that's why like having some type of referee in the middle is important, but I'll explain that in a minute. Um, So another thing, number two that helped us was communication. Now communication in a relationship is a handful, you know? So now we're trying to bring in, you know, how to properly communicate about roles or what we should and should not say. But uh, for us, we need to learn how to communicate uh, with pride aside. And so there needed to be a clear explanation of the challenge so we can create effective results. And so to your point, Tia, I know you had discussed that women don't think that They should continue to tell their husband based off what you saw, tell their husband or their partner uh, every time they need to do something.
0: Right. Right. And I agree to an extent um, that you should not always have to, to think because a lot of women are saying, like, it takes more time and energy for me to make a list of things that need to be done than if you just thought about it as a man. Like, what can I help with? And so I say to women and to men. If you're having a challenge with knowing what needs to be done in the house, you need to reevaluate the way your household is being ran. Uh, because a lack of someone being able to see what needs to be done in the house means that there's no lack of struct there's a lack of structure and a lack of planning. Mm. So you cannot plan the day the day of. So you saying I don't have the time to make a list shows that there may not be as good of a foundation or a structure to go off of. So for example, in our household, we do laundry on Tuesdays and Saturdays. It gives enough time to where the laundry is not piling up, but we're getting it done. So every Tuesday, hey, everybody drop their clothes off in the bin. It needs to be washed. So if I'm constantly having to tell my husband to figure out what needs to be done, that means that our family structure Um, needs to be worked on a little bit. We need a better plan. We need a better, um, you know, schedule and organization from the beginning, something that we can both stick to and look at and see. um, So no one is questioning throughout the week, what needs to be done. Of course, there's going to be things that pop up. Like, you know, if your kid has a recital or something that's not in the norm, but the, the daily task should stay the same as far as the day it needs to be done and when it needs to be done.
1: Yeah. And this, and this goes back to like the awareness as well, because you know, yeah, when we were in Phoenix, there was a time where I had to be aware of the lack of my involvement when my biological father came in town. And again, for those you who don't know, um, my wife and I, we had a business in the construction industry in Phoenix and we were making really great money to the point where I was like, you know, my wife was like, well, what do you want to do? Because we're making good money. You know, we're taking trips really that we shouldn't have been taking. <laughs> um But that was that journey, trying to learn how to, you know, uh, budget our money and stuff like that. But um, she was like, what do you want to do? I said, I want to I want to you know, I want to go to school. So I decided to go to school, back to school. And, you know, I had my and I had my biological father come into town uh, to help. And me and him didn't really have a strong relationship. I just met him in 2011. So him coming into town uh, and helping was you know going to be a huge step in that and um you know I needed the help but also too I was looking forward to building that relationship as well and so I was so focused on building that relationship when I came home from school at times um you know and you know I would be talking to him outside instead of jumping into you know my duties as a parent and I completely forgot about my duties because I was so passionate about trying to build this relationship because I knew I was like man you know my biological father's here, you know, it was almost like having a best friend because it started out great. (laughs) It started out. I mean, to me, as far as me and his relationship, it started out great where I just felt like, you know, I had a best friend, you know, then I relationship and stuff like that. And so um, I just got so lost in that. And I, it took my, my attention off of my duties that I should have been doing inside the home. Now, does that make me a failed man for doing that? No. No, it doesn't, because the issue is not whether it's happening or not or, you know, if there's a challenge. It's if the person is willing to accept that they may be wrong and they need to fix that issue. And so um, and this is any relationship, you know, there's always going to be someone at some point in their head where it's like you're like, yo, why aren't like what's happening right now? But then that's the beauty of the balance. Right. The other person's supposed to take them out of their, you know, inside their mind into reality. Um, and, and to help them become aware of how they're feeling about certain things or certain situations. And so, you know, I had to have that happen. And like I said, you know, it was a conversation where she was like, I remember one time we were outside and, um, I was, I would, I would come home from school. My pops would, he would come home from work, so, you know, help running our business, so he would do his shift, and I would come home, put my stuff down, and immediately go outside and start talking. I would immediately go outside and start talking to him, you know, because that's just kind of like what we did. And Tia, at the time, would be, now, from my perspective, I'm thinking, because Tia's not a complainer, she's not going to complain about anything. She's just going to just handle it. and that's probably her military uh <laughs> military side of her Facts. where it's like you just got a job and you just got to do it but she's not going to complain about it so in my head i'm thinking she's good and so there is moments where i hear her crying or I hear her cry i hear the baby crying is it i i hear him crying and the girls are running and my senses kind of kick in like daddy senses like start kicking in. it's like let me go in there you know and so i would take at least my son because you know so she can cook and do other things but to my surprise, evidently, I wasn't doing that enough because it's more of like the normal situation was she's, you know, dealing with it on her own and, you know, I'm not uh, helping. And so it came down to the point where she felt too like, you know, like, why do I have to tell you? Like, we actually got into this argument while we were in Phoenix. Like, why do I have to tell you every single time to uh, come home and help with this, to come home and help with that? And so As fathers, as leaders, this is what I tell you based off of what we've I have set in the standard of my home is that, yes, I agree. I don't think that the woman should the wife should baby a man and having to tell him every single time, like, hey, can you take the kids or can you give him a bath or can you help her with hair whatever? No. But as a man, I feel like we should set up some structures engineer some structures in our home and say, like, what do you need me to do throughout the week? Because it's easy for someone to forget things or forget to do things that they either are not naturally good at or, you know, while they're distracted with other stuff. But my thing was what do we need throughout the week? Because if I know that before I get out of the car that I need to check my to do list, then I know instead of coming home to talk to my pops, there's things that I need to do. And I don't care what anyone says, because to me, that's logical. So if he wants to tell me like, oh, let's come out here and talk a little bit. I'm like, after, (laughs) let me, I got things I got to do first. And so I, I didn't really know that. And we start creating those structures after we had that, that, that conversation. And to the point where I start being more conscious and aware of my schedule that showed me what I needed to do as soon as I got home, this is easy to forget stuff. I mean you know, because when you worked, I mean, you in the military, your job was very hectic. You had a lot going on. And so for me to get upset because, you know, you weren't aware of something when you came home would be a little bit, un- you know, be unreasonable. Um, And so that's why I think it's good that we write things down so we can make sure that we're keeping the standard of the home. And it's just that saying that, you know, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. And so if you're not creating those structures within your home, if you're not setting the overall goal for the week and you're just expecting them to do a day by day uh goal drive by then you may miss <laughs> you, <laughs> you 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 may miss and so um so both parents need to agree with and keep those standards um and that goes into uh my uh point three which is we created prop one thing that t and i are really really good at and there's a lot that i can i I can't say i'm an expert at but t and i have become experts in transitions we're very in tune physically spiritually mentally when it comes to understanding transitions and so we both had to create proper transitions when the other spouse was working and we had to hold each other to that standard so for example um you know, you coming home, uh, when you were in the military, you coming home, uh, my, you know, you found it very frustrating. You would get halfway, you know, you probably get like 30 minutes in, you would probably hang out with the kids or hang out with but then you find yourself getting frustrated. Um, because it's like, you know, you didn't get to transition properly. And so that's when I was saying like, Hey, go take a shower, you know, take your uniform off, relax. Uh, some days I think I drew you a bath or made sure you had dinner. Um, so what was that like to you, like that trend, understand that transition?
0: So I think if, you know, and you can do this if both of you are working, but if one person is working and the other one is not, um, whether you're a stay at home dad or a stay at home mom, it's important for that working parent to have a transition when they come home. Now, the problem that I'm seeing a lot of women are saying is that transition is too long. Oh, he comes home and he stays in the bathroom for two hours. Shorten that time and be present with your family. So now if you're sick or something and you need to stay in the bathroom for a long time, that's <laughs> different. But take yourself about 30 to 45 minutes Yeah. to um, transition because you still have another shift to do because you're essentially when you work, You have two businesses that you're running, whatever business you're doing during the day, whether you work, own a business, and then you have your second shift that starts, which is your shift at home. So you have to take that time and be intentional with the transition. Notice what you're doing during the transition. Don't come home and scroll on social media during the transition. Don't come home and, you know, turn. the first thing you do is turn on the TV. No, really de- decompress. Really get your thoughts together. And a lot of people are like, oh, you could have done that on the ride home. No, defensive no. driving, That driving is not the time myself. to decompress. You You still have to stay alert, especially if you're driving in traffic. So when you yeah. get home to your safe place, take a 30-minute shower, decompress, let everything wash down the drain. That's what I used to do. And my husband, if I did not do this, he would stop me if I start playing with the kids. Cause you know, us moms and dads too, we can get really excited when we come home and our kids are, Mommy, Daddy. But he will remind me. He'll say, "Hey, go, go transition, go, go take your yeah. shower." I needed her energy like to that. be straight
1: from when she started cooking dinner. She gets at one hundred percent and not fifty because uh, she right. can cook now. But if it was if she was stressed or rushing,
0: it's over. Oh right.
1: man, it's like, hey, T, am I chewing on rice or a rock? Like, <laughs> like, like, like what? Right, you I'm, I'm choking, the seasoning. choking. I'm choking on a, a green bean. This would be softer than that. So, um, but yeah. no, um, yeah, I definitely, you know, and we talked. And we talked about in, um, in the episode of transitions, being conscious um, was that when you come home, it's like putting taking off one costume and putting on another, and the audience is our family. And so we have to convince our family that we're a different character. So it's easy when you're in the military because you got this uniform on, you're a soldier, and then you come and you take that uniform off and you put something on more comfortable, and then now you became a mom and for you alone, I already know, especially with women y'all love soft, squishy things. So to be able to have some soft fabric mm. on your skin, a nice little robe, that's enough for you to wind down and relax. I feel like a
0: different person. So you
1: can give your hundred percent, Yeah, you know, and furthering the roles. And so transition is so, so, so important. And, um, you know, and it's, it's good to understand that, um, you know, th- that you have to be able to transition properly. Cause if you don't transition properly or you don't allow your husband or your boyfriend or your partner to come transition properly, then unfortunately, you know, he will be tense when it comes to doing certain roles at home. And so, yeah, I definitely agree with you. You definitely should have a discussion and figuring out how long that should be and stick to it. Cause what company is successful when they, if they don't stick to their core values, you that's know, true. Like, that's true. And if
0: you're both working, um, Sometimes when you get home, you have to prioritize, like I said, that transition time. So it shouldn't be where both of you work, you both get home, and then one person's transitioning while the other person is doing the housework. No, you both take the 30 minutes and transition. If you need to sit the kids down and, and let them watch a little TV for 30 minutes or let them sit at the table and do a puzzle, do something calming, let them draw for 30 minutes. If they're older, hey, go to your room and relax for 30 minutes. Take that transition time, even if you both work, because no parent should be doing something while the other is doing nothing. You both should be doing something. So if you're both transitioning and coming in from the day, both transition. I mean, you can even it up. Hey, sit the kids down, either, take a shower either, together, um, transition together. <laughs> you can either
1: what? Uh-huh. You can either what?
0: Um, Transition. Oh, like, what do you mean? I can either beep, It what?
1: Beeped, so I was... We Had audio issues, so oh, why don't you say that again? okay.
0: I don't even remember where I was, you know. My thoughts be leaving my head. I'm pregnant right now, so yeah, so that sounds weird. So, um, <laughs>
1: yeah, so um, well, there you go, everybody. We're pregnant, so I didn't let that I didn't release that information yet. Oh, but now, was I
0: not supposed <laughs> to say that? I'm sorry, that's
1: fine. What it this will be a treat if you listen if you listen to uh this episode uh almost halfway through it. So, we're pregnant. <laughs> And um, I've got a, pregnancy brain. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyways. So, um,
1: so yeah. Um, so transition is so important and I definitely encourage you to go check out um, Monday's episode, um, be conscious and understanding work, life, balance transition. Cause I break that down a little more for you fathers. But like I said, ladies, let them transition, figure out a way to let them transition. So he can be a hundred percent when he's there. Number four is incorporate shared values and principles. And so this doesn't need too much to explain because it doesn't need to be difficult. Look, regardless if you're with your partner or you're separate and you're raising your children and co parenting, you've got to have some type of mentor, some type of educational platform that keeps you guys both on the same page. And of course, you're not going to agree with everything. Yeah you're separate. You obviously didn't agree with enough for you to stay together. This is be real. So you're not going to agree on a lot of things being separate. So, but you have to agree on some type of organization, some type of, you know, mentor or education that is going to keep you guys on the same page because it's already enough trying to do life and everything. Be a father and now be a co-parenting is like a, a role in itself, you know? And so you got to, got to, got to find. And hey, you already know what I like to do. I invite you into society because my wife is gonna be having more conversations with us, just so we can make sure we have women's perspective. We're gonna have other women too, other guests, other guys. It doesn't matter. We're gonna have a lot of uh, give a lot of value here that you and your co-parenting counterpart, right, can share. So I encourage you right now, if you listen to this and you're not with your partner it's still your partner i don't care what you say it'd be my baby daddy whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. that is your partner if you're not with your partner don't be don't be nasty about it don't be like you need to watch this no go (laughs) share it with them and get on if you if you find value from this and we can help you by getting on the same page if y'all want to come together and, and talk to us ask questions we're more than welcome welcome to get on live on social media or we can do a personal thing whatever but Uh, we've been, uh, working with, uh, couples for a very long time and, you know, dealing with, uh, the, you know, the dynamics of the couples and, uh, the relationship with their children is not going to be too much different. So you want to make sure you're part of a, um, a, a community. And lastly, um, number five, um, on what we actually did. And what we try to do often is ask your children, ask your children, what they feel that you can do better in because you know what do they say teachers always say they know more about uh our business yeah they know they know a lot about our business because children spill everything they're honest they're very emotional people little people and so (laughs) ask your children we asked we were at dinner and we asked our children um you know what they felt that we could have done better both of us and what we've done well all right so I have a question for you girls, and um yeah, I'm going to ask you two questions each, and I just want to know your opinion, okay? Okay. So, so um, Ava, our uh, first question for you is, what do you think mommy can do better when it comes to her roles as being a mommy? What do you think she can do better? Goals. No, what do you think she can do better? like? Okay,
2: what about the goals? Like yeah. better. Like like doing goals by doing the house, like cleaning the house and stuff. Okay. And 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 getting us like more food and stuff for the house.
0: Okay. okay. So more like more food, snacks and stuff or what?
2: Yeah, it's it's like a goal to like be be healthy. Okay. A also more goal. healthy. Food. Oh, more
1: healthy food. Okay. Yeah, a healthy. So cooking more healthy stuff. Yeah,
2: I call it a healthy goal. Okay.
1: okay. All right, uh, Janice. What about you? What do you think mommy could do better uh, in being a mommy? She can do better at. sound
2: like her.
1: No. What can she do better? Okay, if you think you have a, At least something You let us know Okay, we'll come back to you okay. um, Alright, what do you think Ava, Daddy can do better?
2: Being fun, fun Like Like playing with us more Okay And And Working Fun
1: So not Working too much And being able to Have fun with you guys more? Yes Okay So maybe going more Daddy-daughter days We used to do
2: Last time, we only went, like, a few darn dates I'm and not, like, big darn dates. Mm.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, Genesis, what about you? I like
2: you doing better at... Help. Wait. I like you doing better at... I like... I like... Come back to me, please. It's your turn, honey.
0: <laughs> you skip two Good. turns.
2: Um, okay, okay you decide. can say what
0: mommy can do better and what daddy, daddy. can do better. you have one for mommy yet? I do.
2: Okay,
0: okay go ahead. I do like
2: mommy. More.
0: I do. Oh, you want me to work more? Okay, so first you want me to make money and you want me to work? Okay, all right. What about daddy?
1: What? Cut a lot. You want cut-a-lux. more cuddle oh, so more you want cut-a-lux. more affection. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So Ava, what do you think that mommy does well? Doing hair. <laughs> Doing hair. Yeah, and, and cooking. Okay. cooking. So when there is food, she, does, she cooks well. Okay. Genesis, uh, what do you think mommy does well?
2: She does wear well. Um, sometimes making juice.
1: Making juice. Yeah. Okay. Like the yeah, mm. One time she made lemonade. Okay. All right, so, hey, what do you think Daddy's that Daddy does well? Um,
2: you do well as playing with us and being fun
1: and funny. And, be a
2: leader.
1: and what? <laughs> being a leader. Being a leader. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I'll take that, Genesis. All right, cool. They're, you know, 7 and 6, so obviously trying to communicate that is a challenge, but you can kind of hear, you know, the things that they're wanting as we try to decipher it. But the biggest and most important part is getting them involved. You want to create a family. You want to create a family as if it's a business, not as if, you know, someone's a slave driver and, you know, you're just controlling every single aspect. Everybody has their own, your children have their own journey in life. Um, And we have to be able to, um, you know, build our family um, you know, in preparation for the legacy. And that involves getting everyone's opinion because even before high kids I always told people, if you don't know what to do as a parent, ask your children. Like I, my children were communicating like fear. My children were communicating like three or four and we, they knew exactly how to make clear what they want. And so make sure you ask your children because they have observed, they may not be a, you know. They may feel afraid sometimes if you're, they're not used to communication, but you got to start breaking down those walls because we can be going, we could be doing stuff. You know, that's the beautiful part of having kids too. Like even as parents, we can be so stuck in our own ways that we don't, we're not even conscious of our children's emotion.
0: Yep. And what they need. And that's, that's really important. And one of the things I want to go back and ask the kids later tonight, when we, when we finish this episode um, is what they feel like they can do better for the mm. house too, because we asked them what we, they felt like we could do better, but we didn't ask them as well. So if we're creating this family structure, we and you and I, and we may not share this, guys, <laughs> you know, this may not be something we have the time to do, but we need to go back and do that as well. So mm. get everyone in the family involved. Make sure everyone has a role. Highlight everyone's strengths, highlight everyone's weaknesses. Write this down and set your war game plan. You are literally. Taking your family says the veteran. Yeah, you already know, you know how I'm coming. So (laughs) you know how I'm coming. But um, take take your family and, and you're going at war against life. You're going at war against everyone in society. And if your family looks crazy, it's because you need to better your battle strategy. Okay, if our battle is laundry, we need to all figure out how we're going to battle that. If our battle is we're not spending enough time together or the husband is disconnected, we all need to figure out how to get dad back into the loop. Mm -hmm. We can't sit there and place all the blame on dad. Do we care about dad enough to bring him back in? does dad care enough to bring himself back in He better is he going through depression is he stressed about life everybody is going through something but we have to place the priority of the family success over the individual grievances like oh mm-hmm. he just don't want to be involved and if i care he should too no
1: Cause bring that in because <laughs> because you already know you already know that men have a hard time opening up right and so if you don't know what he's going through, then it may seem like he's against you. But really, truth be told, he just may be, you know, because we were told for so long that we gotta suck it up and keep to our keep it to ourselves and deal with it. You know, but you should be able to be vulnerable enough to discuss this with your, you know, your your um your spouse, your, you know, your partner and women, you have to make you have to create a safe space for him to do that. You know, that's some nurturing that I think that I believe that men need is that that safe space to feel okay, that, um, you know, that we can tell them about what's going on. And if it's too much for you, then don't, you have to take that. You can say, okay, cool. Let's get, let's get a uh, counseling, you know, right. like let's, let's get some help. Yep. Let's talk to somebody because this is too much for me, but I want to make sure that I am supporting you in every way possible to make sure that the, the, the family, our family succeeds as a whole. And so, um, so yeah, ask your children. We asked ours. You heard the recording, and um, and we make it, you know, a a mission to always make sure that they're involved in their opinions and uh, how they feel about things. Because <laughs> what's the point of trying to be the greatest parents if we're not allowing our children to express themselves and tell us what they want? Then we just sit here taking the title uh you know wearing the cape but not saving anybody so right right we don't even know
0: if what we're doing is effective yeah, I no <laughs> you actor. know I'm, yeah.
1: I'm, this is real life so um so yeah we we have to be able to make sure they're they're get, especially if they're older my gosh don't and don't wait till they get older because then they'll never feel comfortable talking to you but mm-hmm. if they're older yeah ask them those questions figure out and don't get upset because again if they say something that you could have swore you're doing right instead of getting upset and being like mm-hmm. i don't know what they're talking about Go ahead. I'm
0: grateful. <laughs> that's the one thing parents yeah. love to say.
1: <laughs> or go ahead and just go go talk to somebody. Figure that out and stuff because if if it's really bad, you got to figure that out, you know, and as leaders as men, you already know how we are in the modern death society. I expect you to take responsibility, you know, because if your family looks bad that's because, you know, there are a, there are potentially some things that you're not, you know, um, you know, creating foundationally wise and stuff. So I I I definitely put a lot of respect. I understand that it's not always immense, you know what I'm saying, responsibility in every single challenge or aspect that comes, but you already know if I can squeeze put as much as pressure as possible, I am and then we can start we can hug and cry later once we do once we did the hard <laughs> work and we did the gritty work. Yeah, so.
0: that is so true. So one thing I will say to sum up everything um is just just have empathy. one another um as the man is it important for you to um, up your emotional intelligence i know you talk about that babe um to understand what your partner needs from you understand what your children needs from you and even if you can't understand that like you said ask them Um, and women be empathetic to the man like i said we're not just dealing with things that are happening between you and your spouse this is a generational shift happening right before our eyes. Mm -hmm. And we have to really look at our inner world from the outside. Mm -hmm. Take yourself out of the situation and understand where your husband came from. Did he grow up with a loving mother and father? Did he grow up with only brothers and didn't even have sisters to where he's able to be sensitive to other people's emotions? Consider these factors when you're thinking and devaluing the man that God gave you, um, because he doesn't know certain things, really take inventory of what's happening in the world. Like I said, men have been doing more in the household in the last three decades than any time before. And they've doubled their involvement in the house. So that's in the last three decades out of the entire history. So this so, yeah. is new for men so, to learn how to do this. So
1: women, uh, you, <laughs> we've had the conversation that women had to protest to be here's my challenge for men (laughs) she she had made a statement which is true women had to do a lot of protesting to get as much involvement into society as possible when it comes to like working and going to school voting and stuff like that so men we need to start having that protesting mindset we need to instead of you know um i'm part of a uh you know uh, a club and one thing they always say is like you know you're i'm a prospect in this club and they say that you know, you're a prospect for life. It doesn't matter how far, it doesn't matter how far up you move rank wise, you're a prospect for life. And so uh, men, my thing is for you is that we need to start protesting our way back into the home, meaning, you know, tell, make, and what does that look like? Make goals, say that, hey, this is what I'm gonna do better. Cause we had this conversation the other day. I said, you know, she, Tia felt like, um, you know, that um, she needed some help with uh, cooking. And so for me, I think I said this on an episode previously, but for me, I was like, OK, I'll do breakfast because she's a better cook. And so it allows her to be more creative in the evening. And me, um, you know, I can whip breakfast uh, quick enough together where the girls, when they go to school or, you know, in the morning, if she's tired uh, because she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, that's, you know. And so we have to start protesting and making our protests of what we can do better and then you know why um you know what we can do better and then do it
0: so women are not allowing their husband to be actively involved either because mm-hmm. they're saving The children, when they're in the hands of the father, because he may Mm. not be doing it right, or they're redoing things that the husband did around the house because he's not doing it right or the way that they expect him to. And so my thing for the women is make sure that you're following through when you ask the man to do something. So if you ask him, hey, I need some space. Give me an hour. You got to either leave the house so you can get that time or go in the room and not
1: (laughs) 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 go in the the room.
0: And take your time. Even if you hear those children crying, you know, recognize if they're truly in danger. If they're not truly in danger, let them cry and let dad figure out how to navigate his role as a parent. If he comes to you and says, I can't deal with this, I'm overwhelmed. Encourage him and say, hey, you've got this, babe. These are your bloodline. These are your children. Just Mm -hmm. encourage him and take your time, girl. Take your time for you.
1: And I will say, too, in the beginning of our marriage, um, I. You know i was always a a freelancer so i did a lot i worked in film sets i worked photography videography all that stuff so a lot of my work wasn't really consistent it was um by you know project based and how busy it was w- within the industry and so tia started out you know she was in the military she was working in you know quote unquote corporate america and so um you know uh and so i actually started out being that having to be be in that nurturing role being home most of the time. And after she start, you know, she left the military. Um, she found herself having to reevaluate on her as a parent, her identity and figure out a lot of her identity as a mother. And what I did was, was I, I showed her, I said, Hey, let's try this. Let's let's, I walked her through it. I didn't, because at first I would try to like take control. I would try to take control of the situation but instead of doing that, it wasn't helping her. I would just, you know, I would tell her how to do it, you know, because like I said, it it's no point in just sitting here and keep trying to take back the role because they're not doing it right. It's a journey. And if you have younger kids, it's better that you help them figure it out now uh, than later. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so true. So. Just be patient with one another. like I said, have empathy, understand that this is not a battle against you and your spouse. This is literally like I said, you creating a battle plan between you and your spouse, you and your partner, mm-hmm. you and their the child's father or mother against the rest of the world because regardless even if you didn't make it and you broke up and you went separate ways, these are this is still your family. This is still your legacy. So you have to do better in creating, you know, that that standard from the beginning of saying this is how we're going to raise our children, because it's very, very important um, to to have that plan, because if you don't have a vision, how could you see? How could you see what needs to happen in your family? So asking a man to see what's going on in his household when you haven't even created a vision together. And we'll talk about that in later episodes about how to create a vision for your family, how to create a mission sure, statement. We're
1: talking about some in later episodes. She's already, she's already, <laughs> I'm, uh, right, no, her hey, I'm
0: not telling y'all how to do it. I'm just saying this is what's coming. <laughs> she you know? said, yeah. You need a mission statement for your family. This stuff gets yeah. deep. You need a vision statement. You need you need core values. Yeah, Our kids no. can recite them core values with the quickness.
1: Yeah, don't worry. You no, better know right. what's going on in the we Shazer will, household. We will be we <laughs> will be doing later episodes and building building the family um, as 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 if it was a biz, as if it was a business. So, yeah. best believe that. So, um well, man, you know, y'all let me know. How do how does she do? Did you like her? You think I should bring her back on again? um we we won't she won't take it personal if you, y'all better if you think say yes trash um <laughs> but uh i i enjoyed our conversation mm. these are conversations that you know we have like you'd be surprised the kind of we have these conversations all the time we every day and <laughs> every so day. um so i said we need to go ahead i said you need to go ahead and get on this get on this episode and help me with this uh this one then since we 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 men we need that perspective uh and women need the perspective too so uh, we shared this with you and you, you, first of all, if you listen all the way through, congratulations, but if we shared this with you, um, you know, we want you to, to let us know, um, you know, what you think, let us know your thoughts. Um, do you have anything that you want to add? Uh, is there things that you think that, uh, you know, maybe you disagree with, we're open for that. Like I said, this is, we don't proclaim to sit here and be the experts of all experts, but what's worked for us truly worked for us. And the biggest thing that makes us you know, that, that I feel like makes us, uh, you know, puts us in a position to really help people is that we have a very strong sense of self-awareness. Um, and you know, we've, we've been through the fire together, but by the grace of God, you know, um, the gift of our gifts coming together has really helped us thrive and helped a lot of people you know, and so, um, did you have something you want to say? I know you, uh, it.
0: no, no, that was it. Um, I'm, you know, my heart is just very open with you all. And I'm hoping that if this is your situation is something you've been struggling with, that it gets better for you. Um, and just know that, like I said, it's not about childlike qualities. It's not about what the other person doesn't know. It's about starting from here, you know, and, and, Just commit to changing one thing. Start with one thing. Don't overwhelm yourself and feel like you have to change your entire family in a day. But just start with one thing. Even that's just keeping up with the laundry. I know we had an issue with laundry for like years and then we finally decided we were going to do it on Tuesdays and Saturdays. And now we haven't really had the same issue since, but we only focused on that. So, you know, that's what I want to say is just take it one day at a time. And, and just focus on one thing and then keep adding to it and keep building it. Cause it take, it took us a while to build our family up to where it is now.
1: Yeah. And we still got a lot of building that we're doing, um, obviously, but, um, one thing we, you know, definitely spend a lot of time on is the mental and spiritual aspect. So, um, so that's, that's, you know, we did the financial, um, and, you know, we've made a lot of money and, um, you know, so we know how to do that. Um, but we're, you know, it, it's constantly without your mind, right? It doesn't matter anything else that happens. So we've definitely spent a lot of time focusing on that. So, um, so yeah. So that one thing for you fellas is I want you to protest your way back in your role in your family. And what does that mean? I want you to write a list of every, I want you to make a plan right now. I want you to make a plan of things that you don't see was going well, make a plan of what you're going to do to make it better. So, Hey, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do this for you. Um, I'm going to, uh, pick up the kids or I'm going to give the kids a bath or do the hair whatever the case may be. I want you to protest your way back into your family and make sure that you're setting the standard of, you know, not just because like, you know, Tia said, um, you know, it, 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 we've been pushed. This happened to happen. (laughs) This happened now where men are doing more roles But yet now we want to be more intentional and we want to make sure that we create structure within that because it still doesn't sound like, even though we're doing more, it still sounds like there's more that we can do. So yeah,
0: absolutely. Redefining fatherhood, you know, and in the household is is something that's happening right now as we speak. And we have an opportunity as husbands and wives to show the world how we're going to redefine this.
1: Cool. Cool. Good stuff. Well, again, thank you uh, for joining me and uh, I always value your, um, your opinions and perspective um you know because you know while i can take a lot of credit and i worked hard in my mind uh in this journey uh with my spirituality in this journey to make sure that i don't let not having a father be an hindrance or an excuse um t has done a very well very great job in um giving her perspective and letting me know in a gentle way you know, things that she's seen in me that I should, um, you know, I should develop. And, you know, we're not trying to change anybody because you're with that person. If you're still with them, you're still, if you're <laughs> this, if you have a whole home, you're with that person because there was something you liked about them, but we all need development. We all need that, that assistant, that support from someone that we trust to tell us what they see and to figure out how we can adapt to the ever changing society because it is changing and you know like i said there's a lot of people who are very aware and sensitive to that um and you know those are the people you need to make sure you're following so they can help you uh give you the best um advice on how to adapt within that that change that transition so um so yeah thank you so much for listening uh to this and make sure you you know give tia a shout out let her know you, you loved her opinions and her perspective make sure you're following us on uh on social media um and we will get to um next week's uh episode uh we're gonna move into law three next week which is a modern dad maintains safety and security Uh, yeah i'm really excited (laughs) to get into that because um i had to really overcome some anxieties and challenges with that so (laughs) I'm i'm excited to share but uh thank you so much and uh like always i like to say uh do you know what i like to say and
0: remember folks Be conscious, stay present.
1: There you go. We'll see you again in the Modern Dad Society podcast.
0: Love you. Bye.